My fellow Puffuanians, good evening. I forget what I'm going to say. What was I saying? Sue first. My fellow Pufuanians, good evening. In honor of Aaron Sorkin's The Newsroom, Sue and I, I'm emphasizing Sue, Sue and I swear as much as possible in this episode of Powerfreak Weekly. I know it's explicit, we've been explicit for 183 episodes, but just in case you forgot or you're near a cat or a child or something. By the way, go watch The Newsroom, it's fantastic, but watch Jericho first. You know how I talk about Star Trek? I'm about to talk about Jericho that way. I probably should have been recording that. Darn! <laughs> This is where I found it. Oh, so I found this site, and I'll link you guys, because I'm embarrassingly obsessed with, like, how people do their weddings. And I ran into this thing. I don't know why. I just think it's funny. So if you scroll down to, like, maybe a fifth of the page or a quarter of the page, it's the Star Trek one, and it's... Find a friend who can do a British accent saying, Marriage, the final frontier. This is the voyage of the, of the relationship in certain names here. Their continuing mission to explore each other's strange habits, <laughs> create new life without destroying civilizations, to boldly go where many geeks have gone before. And I keep going, I wonder if I could talk Scott into doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Picard while reading a marriage thing. That would be actually kind of cool. I would like that. <laughs> it's too late. You missed the book already. You I missed got, the what? You got married. It's too late. I, I was actually just thinking, well, I was married by a transplanted Canadian, so it kind of works. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So the, there's this I think thing I've solved in- the text reader was doing, by the way, Sue. Uh-huh. All the times but one where he calls her Ms. Bones, it has a period after it, but the one time it doesn't, so that's probably when it, when it didn't know what to do. MS. Yeah. Well, yep. MS Bones. It was MS Bones, and I was all excited MS that Bones. MS Lupin was going to be here, and I was going to tell her about it, but she bugged out on us. <laughs> well, luckily I am here. I am here in my plaid pants and my golf shoes and my little cap. You were wearing those the last time you podcasted with us. It's my retired gear. I wear it every day. And, <laughs> as I am afraid to ask, how are Chuck and Sammy? Sammy. Chuck and Sammy have cost me $500 in the last 24 hours. <laughs> oh, dear. Did I forget to tell because- you pets are expensive? Pets are expensive. Well, first, when we when we got the pets, I bought them the the most expensive toys and condos money can buy to find that their favorite toy is a rolled up piece of paper. That was my first mistake. And, right. and a bag and a cardboard box. And a bag. Yes, and a Panera bag and the cardboard box. I got them a big box. I have a bigger box now. They th- that got thrown in with the five hundred dollars in new spending. I got a free box, so I'm very excited about it. No, I'm leaving the house yesterday. Now I've been going to the same barber for fifteen years or five years or whatever the hell it's been. Long period of time. Don the barber. And Don the Barber jokes my appointments are at eight oh three in the morning because I've never been on time to Don the Barber. Ever. It's never happened. <laughs> So I 
get ready. I had breakfast. I watched an episode of House Hunters International. This is how much free time I have. I had coffee. I had a second cup of coffee. I had a oh, hearty no. breakfast. I got dressed. I'm ready to leave the house. The time is 7.30, and it's a 12-minute drive to Don the Barber. Like, this is, I'm going to be early. Don's going to have comments to make because I'm so early. And I look over to say goodbye to my cats, and Chuck is swinging from the television. I'm like, so I decide. Oh dear! I need now. Here's the thing: I'm leaving, so I don't want him to be swinging from the television after I leave. I need to traumatize my cat. I need to make it so when he thinks of swinging from the television, he curls up into a small ball and weeps. It's just even the thought of doing this. So I begin chasing him around the house, dumping water on Chuck. So he hides in his Panera bag. Well, I go in after him. Then I read somewhere, cats hate citrus. So now I have to find an orange. So I don't have any oranges. I go to my mother's. My mother has an orange. I bring the orange back. I cut the orange in half. Now I have two halves of a, of a giant orange. I'm like, the fuck do I do with this? Are we still explicit? We are. Yes. Okay. So I've, I've, got the, I've got two halves of the orange, and I'm like, what do I do? So I chase him around, and I'm squirting the, the, the citrus on him. So now he's, he's horrified, terrified, all of the above. Now I'm like, well, I need to make the TV smell like citrus, but I can't, like, lather it because I need to be able to watch the thing later. So I put the 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 orange things around the, the, the TV. And I'm like, all right, now the TV smells like orange. There's goop everywhere. The cat's traumatized. He needs therapy. I can go to the, down the barber now. Then I'm walking back. And all I can picture is some cats like to shower. Some cats like rain. This cat is stupid enough. I love him dearly. He's stupid enough. He might love oranges, or at very least, have to have a few before he makes up his mind. So then I'm like, I'm probably leaving. Like, I might as well leave catnip on the TV. So then I go back, and he's sniffing the orange. Like, crap. I'm like, I need to spray the keep off on the TV so I can go to John the Barber. So I'm looking for the keep off. I start spraying. I'm spraying catnip on the TV. I'm like, crap. So I throw the cat in the book. So then I have to call Danielle at work. Hi, this is your husband. Is she available? Then I get her boss, whose name is Danielle. Hi, Danielle. This is, this is Danielle's husband. Not yours. Is my wife there? The problem with the cat. So now I'm that guy who, like, interrupts the meeting. Cause the cat. I'm like, where's the keep-off? So I spray the TV down with the keep-off, and I leave my house, and I get to Don the Barber's at 8.03. Of course you do. <laughs> of course I do. So then I said, we need a new TV. I hope this is a long podcast. I need a new like armoire thing to put my TV in because I have hard drives and I have all this fancy technology and the, and the cat will destroy them. So we go to... Pig fog. Now, I have not... Where the only time I've been... To, go for things like No, because I, I, I looked on Ikea. I, here's the thing. I hate... Pig fog. I never go to... Pig fog. The only time I've gone to Pigfoot is when I vacationed in Deliverance Country, Maine, where the only building in the 50-mile radius is Pigfoot. Like, there's people in Speedos on dates in there. It's weird. That's the only source of food. So I have to go to Pigfoot when I'm in Deliverance Country. Other than that, I boycott while I can't stand Pigfoot. So I look everywhere. No one has the TV stand that I want except Pigfoot. Like, honey, she's like, what? I'm like, we're going to Pigfoot. She's like, ugh. She even made that noise. <laughs> so, we, so we borrow my mother's Do you know what car. Jules calls Pigfoot? What is it? Help. I love that woman. I love Jules. So I go to Pigfoot. And I'm skeeved out even walking in there. 
And I walk in, and it's skeevy in there, Sue. It's skeevy. So I find the thing that we want. And a friend of mine even calls me to talk about the latest episode of Doctor Who. He just caught up. I'm like, I have to let you go. I'm in, I'm in hell. I need to get the hell out of here. I need to focus. So I hung up on him. I get there. I find the thing I need. And I'm like, all right. It's like a $300 thing that I need to get now because Chuck jumps on the TV, and I was late for Don the Barber. So then I'm looking around. I can't find – I can't carry this thing out. It's in the back of the store. The store is like a – things are huge so then i walk all the way up to the front now i'm winded i walk all the way up to the front and i'm like i i need someone to help me they're like well page eduardo i'm like really his name is eduardo all right fine have eduardo meet me near the tv thing so i walk back i get back there i get back there eduardo never showed so then i walk all the way back up to the front i'm like eduardo never showed he didn't and they start screaming at eduardo over the walkie-talkie they're like go back eduardo will be there i'm like all right so i walk all the way back no eduardo now i'm like we're leaving so i so we we ended up leaving we're so pissed we, and we ended up buying like a $500 thing. And I go there and I, and I ended up having to get one that still doesn't have the little doors to go over it. So I said to them, do you have them with doors? And they laughed at me and they said, oh, honey, it's not 1985 anymore. Now I'm like an old fart. If you were wearing the golf pants and stuff, you got to give it to them. I know. It's like, it's like, when did I not become hip? I'm looking for like... They're like, now if you wait a few more years, they might come in style again. I'm like, I'm not a grandfather. I'm looking for, it's for protective purposes. Not my style. Like, I think they think I have, like, plastic wrap on the couch. So then I get home, and I'm so pissed. I went on this website, and I typed this monologue email of everything that happened. Very nicely worded. I'm, pretend. I'm like, you know what? We're still explicit, right? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck so I delete the whole thing, and I'm like, you suck, and I send it. <laughs> I'm never going back to the I said, $500 on a new entertainment center. Now we have to find out the... So then I have to crate the cats to set the thing up. And it's this entire... like It was this entire experience. And the in-laws dropped in. And they're like, oh, you know, you should have kitty-corned with that. I'm like, thank you. Time to podcast. Well, Ryan, so, you will appreciate this. About a week ago, my brother decided he was going fishing. But to uh -huh. go fishing in the state of Oregon, you have to have a fishing license. And, of course, uh -huh. when he was supposed to get it the night before, they got lost and they missed the store closing by five minutes and it didn't work. So he's going to go early in the morning. But apparently the store he wanted to go to was not open. So he went to Pigfoot and he walked in and they had just opened. And I've never worked at, at Hell, so I don't really know. But apparently... They pick a different... I thought we were calling it pig farts. Were we calling it pig farts <laughs> we were for a time? calling it pig farts at one point. Voldemort. They have... Voldemort. Voldemort, yeah. They have meetings, like inspirational meetings mm -hmm. in different departments every morning where they hype everybody up because we got to have fun and... Pig farts! And so my brother walked in <laughs> and he went to go get a fishing license and there was nobody there. So he walked around the entire store, and as the very back corner, he found one person. He said, I need a fishing license. And they said, oh, well, go up to the front counter. We will send somebody, just like you. It's probably Eduardo. And no, Eduardo. No <laughs> so he walked around again, and he found the guy again, and he said, somebody better come. And he went back up there, and he waited, and nobody came. And he's eyeing the PA system. 
and he's got his hand on the PA system and he's trying to figure out how to work it when the lady finally shows up and she says, what do you think you're going to do with that? And he said, I was going to say, paging whoever the fuck is here, come to this department right now. I want a fishing <laughs> license. And she's like, well, you don't they, have so to they have pep, they have pep talks every morning. What is that? The, you make four seventy five an hour and have no health insurance pep talk? Like, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god. So I'm never going back. I'm never going. I actually made a point of going into Hogwarts and hugging one of the associates. Just <laughs> <laughs> I was saved I, I, from that by a long train today. I was on my the, way to Pigfog on my lunch break and a train broke down on the tracks crossing the street, the only way to get Pigfog and it was there for the entire 30 minutes of my lunch break, so I couldn't go. So a long train saved me. Well, I, I even wrote, like, and I, I almost sent the, the You Suck email, but I actually decided to expand on the You Suck a little bit. And I believe my, I had a line in there, something along the lines of, you know, I haven't shopped in one of your stores in, 11, in many, many years. And despite my best efforts tonight, I still haven't. <laughs> it's, like, <I'm> so- <laughs> right. it's hilarious to me because the best part about me not going to Rockstock this year is the fact that I don't have to like morally prepare myself for going to that. We have to shop at Pigfog because it's the only thing in Potosi. So it's just like, oh, I don't have to go to Pigfog. I'm so happy. Well, I think it's because we have, like in the Northeast, I think it's just because we have so many options of where to shop. But when you talk to Rena from Arkansas or when you talk to Jen, she's like, no, we go to the Pigfog. And that's that's where you buy everything. And it's, Mm -hmm. I, 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 Thank God that they're actually putting one in like about mm, 800 yards from my house. <laughs> I'm looking out the window right now. Oh. And I refuse. Oh, I refuse. Well, it's actually going to be like, I guess, a two story. Because the lot's not that big. So they have to put like parking under it. Two story. Apparently, it's a two story. I will never go into it, but I can send people That's in if scary. you have any questions about that. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, very yes, scary thought. Not- you get you get two you get two story Hogwarts. It's around here all the time. It's not much different. I've never heard of like a two story pig or Hogwarts. Well, I've been but then again, I've I been have... to a two story Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. In uh, New York City, they have a two story Hogwarts. Well, then it's annoying because you have to put your uh, carts on these little cart escalators to, when you go up to the second floor. And it's like, you know, when you go to the, the car wash and you're supposed to drive through the thing, I always like miss it and puncture the tire. So I always <laughs> don't get my cart on the thing just right. It's like all my tide is like falling over. Like I'm going to kill someone with all my falling items. Oh, you're right. Wow. Well, the thing is, it's the size of the Starship Enterprise in there. There's like two people working and one of them is an idiot. And I can't find the other guy. So yeah. like, that, that was my hope. <laughs> there is one within the entirety of the Chicagoland area. Because Chicagoans do not like Pigfog. Mm-hmm. And they will not shop there. I love you people. Our family doesn't like Pigfog. Because they're Statesian invaders. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> God bless the Canadians. <laughs> well, Ryan, I'm so uh, glad that you have discovered the joys of owning cats. That cheered up well, my yeah. entire week. Well, now that he bites me, I'm like, oh, isn't that cute? He only bit me once today. So my perspective is shifting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
quite a lie to you, yeah. man. Like, creating you guys for ten minutes while I set the TV up. It took me, like, four hours. Still, <laughs> Did you put them in together? Oh, no, they, like, one of them would be dead. I put them in two crates side by side. I was just worried. <laughs> I was just a little worried. Yeah. No, 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 we're not, we're not, I wasn't that desperate, no. <laughs> uh, we've missed you, Ryan. We have. It's almost as I, good as a have. Jen story. Oh, my goodness. I and mean, we haven't had any good Jen stories in a while, have we? Podcasting with her recently, she hasn't changed. No, she hasn't. <laughs> You would expect her to change? No, it's motherhood. It's her. It's her fixation things. Like I just released a podcast today where one point she tried to argue something. I'm like, no, no, shut up! Don't start. If you start, I can't stop. (laughs) Poor Jen. I think my mother just ran over a chicken. (laughs) Oh, that's the cause for the delay in tonight's podcast. I heard the car go and I heard this black. Then it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even oh know. dear. I'm gonna ignore Speaking of Jed stories. Hmm. You can cancel the no chickens were harmed during the production of this podcast. <laughs> so uh, episode one twenty nine, I'm sorry if you're mourning about your chicken. Episode one twenty nine is coming. Mm-hmm. There were some background noises, I'm working on it, but it does have the best intro. I heard ever. like I don't know if you just yeah, you listen to the new podcast. Yeah, no, I haven't heard. Lee no, is awesome. I I just know that Lee did a an intro, and you guys talked about what oh, you no. made him say on yeah, we, Doctor Who. Yeah, we. Well, he's Lee has the best pronunciation of Parvik Weekly I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Weekly. He's like Parvik Weekly. Yep. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I have about five minutes left in the one I'm working on. But there's going to be fan noise. There's just no way I can get it out. I've yeah. given up. Oh, well. So. I've actually, like, for Rayo's sentences, I've actually reconstructed some of the sentences. I'm like, yeah, you don't need this bit. Because there was, like, a train mm-hmm. went through. I'm like, I just moved that. You don't need to say the exact verbs. It's fine. <laughs> Change, changes her opinion slightly. She sounds a little drunk. It's fine. It's good. She'll love you. No worries. It's a character for this podcast. Oh dear. Um, yes. I'm trying to debate whether I actually have enough of a coherent story to tell because it kind of sums up the past three weeks. And like within the first week and a half of getting here to college, my life turned into our craziness. Yay! It was kind of <laughs> scary. Oh, Ryan, heads up! If you hear a random yes. voice when I'm talking, that's my roommate. She's Her name is Hufflepuff. What the hell is a Hufflepuff? Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch. No, she's a Hufflepuff in denial. She, yeah, she's a puff in she's denial. One, she's, she, no, she, she's one of us, though, right? You ever reading fan fiction? Yes, but she I, won't share she was, with no, her. So let me talk for myself. She does read fan fiction. She actually has read part of Dangerverse, but that she hadn't gotten through a whole lot. I could introduce her Did to Purple and I don't know what was going on. She's currently plugged okay. in, and she's currently being merciful to me and being quiet, unlike last time. So, this is a good thing. All right. But anyway, well, my well, life turns question. poof. What? what? Okay. Oh, well, I'm, I, I'm a little intimidated by you now. I don't even want to ask my question. No, now, when you <laughs> got her, was she normal and you turned her into a companion? Or was you she out of the like box she's a cat. Of 
Or is she trying? Yeah, why would I think cast? Or or is she reading Dangerverse like when you first met her and she's a pre? This is like a pre-existing condition. She has a pre-existing condition of fandom and insanity. She's not curable. It is going to be a terminal disease, but I think she's got a while before it's fatal. So you didn't do this to her. She came out of the box like this. She was already out of her little box of normality. I'm just making it worse. I'm there's adding. A slight time, there's a slight delay when Scarlet answers me. I think she's on the moon. <laughs> this is kind of cool. <laughs> I am not on the moon. That's because Pig Fox is on Mars. Pig Farts. Well, that's Pig a farts. really... Whatever, whatever computer... Like, when you answered 20 questions about your ideal roommate and, they, and you know, the card popped up and you got hurt, like, that was a really, really good algorithm. Much unlike the one Facebook has today. But you know what? Oh, oh but oh, that actually reminds me of something because the part where I said I have like my life turned into Puffwa compact, mm-hmm. it did. Uh-huh. I have to find my notes from this because she honestly, it, she's a it's notes. Yes, I am a Ravenclaw. Um, one, <laughs> we have had plumbing problems. Mm-hmm. The plumbing problems. Have you, in called, which, have you the, called Lady Chi by chance? <laughs> no, but I should have because Thank it was you. the same. It was a similar kind of problem as she's had before, sort of. Tell me you ish. don't have lotion in the toilet. Just please tell me. <laughs> that was not. What did she have lotion in the toilet? <laughs> we're not referring to that one. We're referring to the part where the sinks flood. Okay. The sink. The sink and the Spanish woman. Yeah. And she called the plumber. And he would look for a part, and there was a butt crack or something. I'm, I'm, I remember all this, but yes. I don't remember the lotion. That's How can you not remember the lotion, Ryan? You mailed her a new bottle. <laughs> what? Remember? She was, <laughs> what party. she was having a party, and the toilet overflowed, and, and she ended up having to go to Walmart to use the toilet because her toilet wasn't working, and the, the guy came out three different times to fix it, and the third time he said... I'm sorry, I'm going to have to pull your toilet out of the floor because somebody dropped a bottle of lotion and tried to flush it? You have a whole discussion yes. about this. Was that when no you had it put in the kitchen? about this whole podcast? I forgot that one because I found that one unmemorable. That's sad. Was <laughs> that the one where, she, where they had to put it in the kitchen for while they were working on it, or was that a different one? No, that was a different one. Oh, good gracious. Okay, so um, what else? Troubles. What else? There have been pl- plumbing troubles. Not quite a puff story, but still entertaining. How some of the guys here don't know how to do laundry. And the basic concept of sorting clothes, whites, darks, and all that. And introducing them to the different settings. That took like 15 minutes for just one of them. Um, mm-hmm. Yada, 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 yada. Yada, 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 yada. Um... A slight minor case of what... prepared notes. I know she's got <laughs> notes. It's really frightening. She didn't even know she was podcasting on this tonight. I don't know when she put the notes I together. Was... I was planning on on invading this one. You just oh, didn't that's, that's read. Right. I forgot. You just weren't reading between the lines. Okay. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yada, yada, yada. The f- I have like 20,000 thou shalt. She's doing a lot of yadas. Frankly, yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Ryan um, to bed in ten minutes. Meh. We haven't even started Too bad. yet. <laughs> and now I'm losing my train of thought because you're telling me to rush and rush and rush and rush. <laughs> um, 
How about the part where my roommate was kind of missing? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> At least they didn't think they murdered her. I was not a murder suspect. Thank but God. my roommate kind of <laughs> went missing <laughs> for like a weekend. She went home for the weekend, but she forgot to check out when she meant to because she... No, this girl is one of us. I really think she is because... So, my dear lovely roommate, who I'm going to inform, call the gecko. The gecko decides, I want to go home. I haven't seen my family, and I love them, supposedly. So she packed up her stuff, and we are not putting her on this. (laughs) I refuse to do this. No, you are not allowed on this. (laughs) Okay, so... Gecko packs up her nice you. little. <laughs> no, this is a different gecko. Moving on. Shh, you're distracting <laughs> me. So she packs up her little Mary Poppins, Hermione jeweled bag purse, and she gets in her car and goes off home through the long and wild, narrow roads of nowhere to go home. They're long and wildy mm-hmm. and narrow, and she's going home. This was on a. When was this? Friday. Friday, you said they're weird. Okay, so she does this on a Friday. And she decides, hey, I had school spirit when I was in high school. I'm going to go watch the football game. And then the troubles began. I think that's when one of her tires kind of blew out. And then so she decides, I know how to put the spare in. I will put the spare tire in. And then she puts the spare in. Except for the fact that it was flat. And not only was it flat, it rolled off the jack. So she's kind of Stranded. problematic. Stuck. Gecko, in the middle of no- <laughs> In the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, Ryan. So what was it then? And, don't have- and she doesn't have AAA either. She's telling me this with this mournful expression of, she just looks like you need to give her like sweets just- and Dr. Pepper. She's obsessed with Dr. Pepper, you guys. It's kind of traumatizing. <laughs> I'm drinking Anyways. Dr. Pepper right now. <laughs> She's got a great evil laugh. Love that. Make her do that again. I want a soundbite. <laughs> Say what? Can anyone figure out this new Facebook thing? What the hell is wrong with this thing? <laughs> Ryan. It's possessed. Okay. But the basic wrap-up oh, up like of my too. gecko story. <laughs> Yep. Story is that mm-hmm. she got herself stranded. She forgot to check out of the dorm. So they come in at curfew and ask, where's your roommate? I thought she checked out. She left. And so my RA is looking at me kind of shifty. And she says, uh-huh, I'm going to have to go talk to someone. And then she sees this orange slip saying that my roommate has to call. And I just have to stare at the thing. And I'm going, please let her actually show up. Please let her actually show up. She doesn't call. She doesn't message me on Facebook. When I say, hi, where are you? Even though I know where she is, she doesn't have the common courtesy to do that. So she claims she was sleeping. I don't believe it. I think she was abducted by aliens, and this is like a fake roommate next to me. Probably. This is like the most perfect roommate match ever. I know. Like, seriously, I used to date someone when her freshman roommate was a hooker. I mean... This ain't bad. <laughs> no, seriously, my my freshman roommate, like, she drank every weekend when we were 18 years old, and her best friend's boyfriend hit on me in front of both of them. 
So I mean, yeah, this is in, in, this is enjoy. The, yeah, the, it was the enjoy. girl I dated before Danielle. The only productive thing I got from the relationship was actually the following story. She went to her freshman year in college, and the roommate. You now she get you know the little piece of paper you get from your roommate with her name and phone number and all this stuff. You know, so you can meet before school. The phone number has fifty six numbers in it. So she's looking at it. This is the woman. The woman's in Japan. The girl's in Japan. So the roommate flies in. She's never met her. She comes to school. She she is obviously dressed like a hooker, and she didn't change her sheets the entire semester, and just very very oh. like smelly. Like my friends walking around with like the raid and like the like the, all the different sprays. Anyway, one night she gets dressed up in her sluttiest outfit imaginable, and this is from the girl who routinely looks like a hooker, says, I go to a library, gets in a limo with six guys, and isn't seen again for three days. So trust me, you lucked out with the gecko, even though... You <laughs> no, I lucked out. One. It's just that the kind of conversations we have, the comment, I aspire to be a singing antelope, it's, <laughs> it's normal in here now. Yeah. Just sign up for her for next year. You're not going to do better. Just sign up again for next week. Oh, I was planning on signing up for her again, but if I room with her too long, we're just going to have to pull her on the podcast, even if she has no idea what the heck we're talking about. Yes. 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 It will be fun. Now, unfortunately, I, I can't stay very long, so if we start, I may have to just talk Amelia Bones and then scram. Yes, we should start okay. our pick. Okay. I almost did a segue about uh, speaking of killing people at one point, but uh, it didn't work. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Ryan, would you But now like that we're speaking of killing people... The oh, no, Sue, please. It's Oh, no, please. I, I, I and all the time over on Pofo Exchange. I mean, you can and over here. But we don't and anymore. <laughs> you don't and? We do not. How do you do How do you do I tried not anding once, and I had to apologize to everyone and then and. How do you do it? Well, <laughs> For Friday, August 10th, this is episode 149 of Potterfic Weekly. Welcome to the place where the story never ends. Hey, Ron, the next time you're... Previously on Potterfic Weekly. Where would you like to start, Sue? <laughs> well, let's start at the beginning. That would be awesome! My resolutions for this Potterfic Weekly season is not to snort. Welcome to Potterfic Whatever. Oh, Scott. Did we, did we lose Scott? Yeah. Okay, what did I miss? Am I surrounded by Hufflepuffs? You yes, are. you are. Yes, you are. Apparently, <laughs> I'm Jen, and I don't know my outfit. No, she's the poster child for our podcast. Shit. <laughs> I snort. I think I need more meds. My meds have kicked in, I can tell. Sure. <laughs> I think that's two, and that could possibly be three. Moving right along. I felt like a rock star. Just really big knickers. Pants are your underpants, not oh. trousers. Waterpick Weekly, defining strange terms for your edification. <laughs> but I was planning on getting grammar anytime soon. Really, honestly. Saxon Snorkax, two of my favorite subjects. I love Snake. You are quite possibly clinically insane. In the nicest sense of the word, of course. <laughs> we'll always laugh before the end. Harder think we please. Where the story never ends. Mm-hmm.
Welcome to Potter Tape Weekly. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. I'm Kat. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Ryan. You can't just... <laughs> I think no. The only reason, the only reason we got through episode one was because Rinna had to do episode one because I kept laughing. So mm-hmm. Rinna did one, and then on two, I ended with Kim the the mutant or not the mutant, the mute girl. Oh my yeah. god, the mutant. Okay. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Kim's one of the X Men. Oh, that's why she disappeared. Oh my goodness. I finally had to. You know what I did? I, you know, you look at your Facebook friend list and you're like, I really don't need all these people. I have to let some of you go. I feel too bad to do that. So I got rid of Kim. I'm like, what's she going to do? Say something? Come on. Aww. <laughs> oh. So today we're covering a fic called Your Life Doesn't Flash Before Your Eyes by a live journal author named Silver Light, except that they've got. X's at the beginning and end and between the two words. Mm-hmm. I assume it was some weird thing with the name not being available on LiveJournal and that kind of thing. But yes. it's a fic about the death of Amelia Bones because we it gets referenced in the book that she is killed personally by Voldemort and it's uh, pretty bad. And the author says everyone that every other Amelia death fic they'd read wasn't awesome awesome enough for them so uh, they wrote this cat you're humming again hold on i think cat died what just happened there the, the humming stopped that was it worked weird. really well how was that well it was good while you were on mute <laughs> <laughs> i think she's left it. oh dear well, the problem I had with the fic was, as you remember from Dangerverse and from my early Puffwainian career, for whatever reason, <laughs> I got the image in my head of Amelia Bones being this, if, if, you know, to quote Jen, omnisexual, androgynous, cigar-eating gruffin. So I'm picturing when Voldemort pops into the room, she looks over and is like, oh, Voldemort! Like, I just, for whatever reason, I had... Kind of a weird reaction that the well, I, I admit that I, I, I admit that I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like Amelia Bones like, with a cigar in her mouth. <laughs> when Order of the Phoenix even came out, I, mean, I was watching it on the for the commentary track. I even looked at Amelia Bones like, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> this bad casting. <laughs> Where is this so, it, Yeah, so I was literally <laughs> waiting for like just. I was even waiting. At the end, I felt like it needed something in like the last paragraph. I needed to pop a little bit more at the end. I was waiting for like Amelia broken on the floor to grab her cigar and stamp it out on Voldemort's foot and to like tattoo him a little bit, and that would be the way she'd go out. Aww. <laughs> yeah, well, she's pretty... This is, we should say, rated R for uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of swearing and violence because it's pretty violent. Yeah, it's a fairly disturbing fic <laughs> places. Because, mm. yeah, this is Voldemort, and he's not holding back. Well, he seemed like he was holding back a little bit, because it, it seemed to take an extraordinary amount of time to to finish her off. At one point, he almost got killed by a bookcase, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's true. He's apparently trying to get her to change to his side so he can have a puppet minister for magic, and then that didn't work, so he installed a different one instead. Um, mm-hmm. Could you imagine if she said yes? Like she would have gone through a swearing-in ceremony with two black eyes, a broken eye. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he, and it does reference or it does say in here that 
after about the third or fourth time he crucios her that he'd been holding back because all of a sudden he was letting her have the full force of it. And I think that it right. was because he was trying to get her to, you know, bow down to him and, and call him Lord and she wasn't going to do it. And there wasn't any way he was going to make her. So mm-hmm. Ryan, you're, your visual of her is not quite right, but she is a tough old bird. I pictured her in mm-hmm. a tweed suit as well. Was that wrong? Mm-hmm. Like a very ugly tweed Possibly. suit. Yeah. Mm. So you're saying they should have cast Judy Dench as um, Yes! Thank you. That would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> who's echoing? Yes. Who's that one? Echoing. Who's it me? I can hear it, so... Know. Scarlet? I'm not saying anything. I know. We are getting a, a definite echo. Is it me? But I don't know I don't where it's coming it. from. Are you plugged in? I am plugged in. Oh, see? Yeah, that was me. Because I, heard- I could hear my voice in your in your line. So, yes, it is you that is echoing. Holy crap. What am I doing about that? <laughs> it's always someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you plugged in all the way? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Am I still doing it? Does he have experience doing this? I'm not sure he knows what he's doing. Uh, it does not seem to be. I am no longer. Yeah, it's gone away stop. now. So. Yay! You fixed mm-hmm, it. You moved your computer a quarter of a hair to the right, didn't you? I did. And I've got 33 percent power remaining. No, oh, well, we better talk fast. Start fast. Mm-hmm. What do you want now? So the point of the title <laughs> is that she doesn't have time for her life to flash before her eyes because she's too busy battling to the death. Mm-hmm. And um, it does it's have some introspective moments. No, she thinks that. about whether she should regret convincing Moody to call off the, the order detail for an hour and she sent John away for an hour, which I read through the whole thing and had no idea who John was. But if you look at the tags at the bottom, Dalish. it's supposed to be John Dollish. So, yeah. Yes! I you're got- right. It is Dollish. Ah, I didn't get that. And is he supposed to be, like, because I took John to be a husband. So I guess it is their pairing. Well, she's apparently is- in a relationship with him. Okay. There's a pairing between her and Dollish and a former pairing between her and Lucius Malfoy. That's the person I referenced who okay. she let go. All right. Yeah. yeah, that was something I was wondering. Well, I'm picturing Judy Dench, too. I'm like, aren't you a little old for Dollish? <laughs> Especially I'm not the target. If you're thinking of uh, John Noe as Dollish, because, yeah. Yeah, because that's who Dollish is modeled I'm after. Yeah. I'm like, that's a little weird, don't you think? Just a little. So she's not having any regrets. She's decided she's not going to. And that she's mm-hmm. kind of happy that they weren't here because then they would die too. So mm-hmm. she's just going to do her best and she's going to fight him as much as she can, even though she pretty much knows it's a losing battle. And I know it's it's canon and stuff that he came to to kill her himself, but what a thorn in his side she must be. That he mm-hmm. is actually going after her himself. And yes... Well, I he... wonder if he went there to try and recruit her, and that was mm-hmm. the reason he handled it personally. Yeah, I think that's probably well, that's, right. That's what they're taking as far as this fic goes, yes. Right. It makes sense, or, uh, because 
because okay it makes sense because if you think about it it'd be easier to have everyone accept a puppet ministry if your minister is someone that people already actually like so you're not having to convince uh-huh. people like with the thickness guy mm-hmm. so right. it would have been a really good coup for Voldemort to be able to do that if it had worked well, plus he, if yeah. he was going to put thick, thickness in charge he'd have to kill her anyway mm-hmm. so yeah. You just have yeah. to go down the line of secession until you get the guy you want. So he would have had to have maybe done him anyway. The, the thing which I thought was interesting about the story is it's obviously, I don't know how many words the story is, but it, it's first person narration and it, it goes on for a little bit. You know, so for there not to have been time for her life to flash before her eyes, it would have needed to be a three sentence story. Like Voldemort popped in, she threw a book, he ducked, he shot her, she's dead. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have, obviously, do that. So. The thing that cracked me up a little bit was it obviously it was a very brutal story. It was a very violent story. It was very well written, but she seemed to have an extraordinary amount of time to think about just about everything <laughs> before she died. Yeah. So yes, yes, Amelia, yeah. there was time for your life to flash. And she's essentially thinking about past relationships. I, I hope Lester doesn't blame himself, and she leaves like a note for the milkman. So, so she had. She does have a few paragraphs thinking about what came to this point, and then we wake up and realize she's actually in the middle of the battle right now and throws Voldemort into a bookcase, and or actually throws the bookcase at him, but it doesn't work because he apparates to the other side of the room. And then she thinks, how funny would it be if he really was squashed by a bookcase, but then <laughs> she's distracted and gets shot. And, yeah. yeah. And I love how she's if it had been any other situation, she would have been loath to ruin such a large collection of books. But staying alive was a bit more important at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like him. He says, there's no point in delaying the inevitable, Miss Bones. And she says, oh, are you planning on surrendering then? You know, she's, <laughs> she's being pretty quick-witted and, and giving, maybe not as good as she's getting, but she's certainly giving it a college try. Mm-hmm. Which is, well, I think that the God, I'm sorry. Which is fabulous because, I mean, in, in fandom as well as canon, uh, Hufflepuffs are the pushovers, and they say they they speculate that Amelia Bunce was a Hufflepuff, and it's just like you read this and it's just like a oh, tough old old bra. They can't, you know, we they do build us, you know, kind of tough. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, why would Voldemort? If if she was a Hufflepuff, why would Voldemort? You know, try and recruit her even because she's going to be loyal to, you know, her family and her friends. She's made of wind, you can tell as well, because she's fighting Voldemort. She's throwing, she's throwing books. She's ducking. She's weaving. At one point, she ducks behind like a lazy boy armchair, or whatever. She's all over the place. Then later in the story, he breaks her monocle. I'm like, you're still wearing the monocle? <laughs> the thing seems hard to keep in. You're like doing like acrobat with the monocle. And I thought that, I'm like, that, that's not bad. Really? My glasses fell. Mm-hmm. I was trying to plug it to the things I think Yeah, about. apparently she was known for her acrobatics when she was younger, and she's mostly still... What is she's Amelia Bones, a superwoman? Apparently. She seems apparently. The uh, actress who played her in Order of the Phoenix, I think, like, Order of the Phoenix had her, like, in her mid-40s, and this she seemed older because she had diminished eyesight and she had gray hair and whatnot, so I think they placed her a little bit older. Yeah, well, like the movies she, didn't yeah. exactly get ages right, so... Exactly. And she's blowing up her own stuff. Like the, 
at one point she hits him with pieces of a vase and and apparently she's either earlier in this fight and we just didn't see it or before he even came he's made this offer because the first thing that one of the first things he says is reconsider my offer and she says why would I free everyone who killed my family and friends so obviously he's said you know you can be on my side and become minister and as long as you'll free everyone and it'll be fine and yeah right. he sent her an email that. that morning and she ignored it well, it's weird too that he contacted her he contacted her so obviously he's interested but she still told the security detail to take the hour off yeah well I think he probably talked to her when he arrived and I don't think yeah, that, that maybe that she sense. had an inkling because if she had an inkling I don't know. You could look at it. Two million years. bones and a magical law enforcement from Volgy. <laughs> Subject. <laughs> Hi, I'm showing up at your house today. We'd like to talk about recruiting you. What do you think? Here's our pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, really. Please what advise. Bring for you. This makes it. You make it sound like something out of like Naked Quidditch. Yeah, well, that was exactly, exactly. where he was going. Just I think. <laughs> Well, I mean, there was just one hour. We demand the unconditional surrender of the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Or we will open fire. Holy Merlin magician! I need at least a day to make the necessary preparations. You have one hour. Ooh. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I do enjoy the fact I got yep. looks in the movie theater when that line came on. So as my power quickly diminishes over here, uh, the two things which I thought I thought was a very well done story. There were a couple of typos in there which I usually don't see because I usually listen to it, but there were a couple of typos in there. But no big deal, it happens. Um, the, the one thing I thought which was really good was that you know obviously we're telling the story about how she dies. So if it's a story about you know boom crash burn death. There's no reason to write the story, so we have to learn something about Amelia Bones. What I learned from her in this story is that from the beginning of the fic, she knew she's about to die. So she doesn't care that she's not trying to live, she's not trying to escape, she's not saying, Oh, I can't use my you know, ruin my books, I need those. Everything's on the table because the only thing she's doing here is trying to delay him, trying to hurt him, trying to whatever. She's trying to, you know, not make it easy for him, and that's her only motive. But she knows she's never leaving that room. So I thought that was a really solid way to write her. The only thing I wish was it kind of ended with, you know, she's weakened, 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 weakened. At the very end, she's so weakened, he just kills her. And I almost wish at the end it had popped a little bit more and either she gave her life in the battle to scratch him, you know what I mean? Or she got, like, I joked, she took the cigar and, like, you know, planted it on his, you know, foot because Voldemort doesn't wear shoes, you know, and, and burned him that way or something. And I just wish there was like some little oomph at the end and then it was still pretty mm-hmm. oomphy as it was, but that's yeah. I wish. Yeah. There was some impact to the story, yeah. I like that she her repeated insistence that she doesn't beg and then at the end or near the end she talks to him about because he's tried all these things and nothing's working and she says there's nothing you can do to hurt me. I've already lost pretty much everything. And here you are. You have everything, and you're already starting to lose it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I thought that was an interesting parallel. 
and she, you know, she has, she's, she's lost family. She's lost friends. She's, she doesn't want to be minister, it says, but she'll do it because it's what's expected. But at the point that she's at, it's almost a relief that he's, you know, going to be killing her and mm -hmm. that she's not going to have to deal with this anymore. So, yeah. She's glad there's no one else around because then there'd just be more people hurt. And if John was there, she'd be distracted by him and et cetera. I can only picture John Noe saying dollish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see dollish, Amelia. I, I don't see this. Pairing. No one has ever said that in the history of mankind. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, my uh, computer is quickly dying, so I have to take off. Thank you for having me tonight. Uh, thank, you for thank you, Ryan. Great to have so, you, Ryan. It's, been, it's mm. been great to be back. Love to the gecko. <laughs> <laughs> gecko, they love you. She smiles and gives a thumbs up. All right. There we go. If she's there reading fan fiction, it makes the visual that much better. She actually <laughs> writes fan fiction, Ryan. How the hell did you find her? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just that totally awesome. Uh huh. I'm just so glad because, you know, you could have gotten, you know, any type of roommate and you got. We discussed this. We don't need to discuss this again. We don't. We're not. We're never going back. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, Ryan. Good, good night, night, Ryan. And good night. <laughs> We've on, mostly. We're, we're going to add Kelly. Ah. Uh. She, like, got me just a minute ago. I'm like, hang on, Ryan's leaving. You can come. <laughs> I didn't tell her I was calling her, so let's see if this works. <laughs> oh, look, there she is. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Hi, Kelly. Hi. It's been a kind of wild night. It's been a rough day. Yeah, that too. And a wild night. Oh, yeah. that's okay. All sorts of things going on. Well, I have to tell you, I haven't read this fic because I'm still up to my eyeballs in the Wheel of Time series. Okay. And I have a baseball game on, and I'm plugging in. I was going to say, why did we call you? <laughs> <laughs> because I needed another Ravenclaw. Because we miss you, that's it. I remember now. Because you need a Ravenclaw to, to balance another out the one. fluffs. Hey, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, hi, Scarlett. She was I surrounded. See you. Oh, thanks. I didn't see you. I just saw now. Hold on. I'm going to go cry in Sue's Sorry. corner now. Please don't. <laughs> oh, we lost the cat. Oh, dear. We lost the cat? Oh, we lost cat. the cat. It's uh, six to four in the eighth inning, and the Braves lost, and the Giants are ahead one to nothing, and the Brewers lost this afternoon. So it's been like a crazy day for baseball. <laughs> Mm. Where's my remote? There it is. So we can either take a few minutes and try and wrap up the things because I think we did cover the major points anyway and then go on or you can glance over the fic and make up some stuff to say about it if you like or whatever. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we were actually almost done. It's it's a 17 minute fic on my... Mm -hmm. Text reading, yeah, it's so it's short. pretty small. Three thousand words, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. But well, yeah, yeah I like think this was one. It one was a page, good one. One page of a one shot. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, she gave almost as well as she got. So yeah, mm -hmm. she did. 
And, yeah. you know, she got hit with Crucio a lot. And yeah. she fought it as well as she could. And, and there are points in here where she's, you know, I was almost expecting her to kick him. Or well, something. they they used all three of them on her mm-hmm. because they they imperioed her too. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's there alone, but yeah, he really the only wanted thing... her to bow. Yeah, she wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. She yeah. did go to her knees under Imperio, but she didn't particularly do anything else. Mm-hmm. So he's it didn't work as well as he thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all about the respect. Respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> Only one directed one. towards him. Yeah. You, that's not. That's not. A, that's not. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like. That's he feels not hard done by. So he wants everybody to pay attention to him. What's the word that I'm looking for? <laughs> Abeyance. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it's not respect. It's. Cat is a Dalek. Emergency. I don't think that was Cat. I think that was Kelly. No, that was me. me. Alright. That was me. It's an old computer. Okay. Kelly lit up when when the noise went off. That's why I thought it was Kelly. Oh. No, I don't think it's, like I said, I don't think it's respect. I think it's it's, um, subservience. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, it's bow to me, I am your master kind of crap. You know? (laughs) Yeah. He'd call it respect, though. That's what his... um, his yeah. justification is, or whatever. Uh-huh. There you um, go. Because he's so much better than everybody else, he deserves the proper treatment. And yeah, yeah. he's uh, not exactly sane. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> really, Scott? What would it ever make you think that? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Just, there's just a few little clues, you know. You, you kind of have to pick them out, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like maybe making four cruxes so that you'll never die. I mean, yep. come on. <laughs> He's a little neurotic. Yeah. We were just a little bit. We were talking about, you know. He asks her what she fears, and she says, "You, there's no way you can actually hurt me because you can't touch what I fear." You, there's no way you can, you know, figure it out because what she fears is her family, and they're so well hidden that he can't get to them, and so there's nothing he can really do, and you know, he can't understand that it's that love thing again, and he just totally doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've yeah. been torturing you for ten minutes. Why aren't you gibbering on the floor or whatever? Because Amelia Bones is just that awesome. <laughs> she is. She's a badass. Yeah. There's a line I'm trying to find that I liked from pretty early on. How she'd taken Moody's mantra of constant vigilance to heart, ignoring the people who called him mad. After all, just because he was paranoid didn't mean someone wasn't out to get him. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Look where he ended up, you know? Trapped in his own trunk. <laughs> yeah, well... Well, so he keeps a crucial and at one point she's, he's like looming over her and she still has the wand in her hand and she hits him with the spell. But I really wanted her, her just to punch him in the privates. <laughs> <laughs> she 
couldn't you know, punch him in the nose, she'd have to find it first. More effective than the. Well, you know, we don't know about I'm, that. I'm not sure he has any of those I anymore know, either. Just the same thing. <laughs> oh wow! This podcast is special. <laughs> They're probably internal, like a snakes or something. Uh, I don't know. An alligator. Gators. Yikes. All right, who's playing Aaron? Not me. Must be Scarlet. She's the only one I can't see. What am I in the corner with the invisibility cloak on? Yeah, you're you're at the bottom of my list. <laughs> I think I... It's not my fault. I didn't do it. It's the way it came up. It's the no, I think I might have broken cat. <laughs> you What'd broke you do cat? to poor cat? <laughs> question in the chat. That's what so. <laughs> Keys depends. Do we want to read this question out for the poor listeners who are completely bewildered at this point? I would love for you to read this question out for the listeners. I, I think someone else should do it justice because I'm cracking up over here in my own little corner. Uh-huh. Scarlet types Voldy, boxers or briefs? And then I paused for a second, screwed up my eyes and said, Tidy whities Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. You know, the traditional wizards don't do anything, so... I was going to say, I think he's commando at myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Uh, like Archie at the that. World Cup. I was going to say, is he wearing a flower dress, too? Oh, wait a minute. Yes, he is. He just died. <laughs> oh, dear. It's just special. Did we say something about respect? <laughs> And lack of. <laughs> Did we uh, lose control of the podcast again? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> you that had was, control since when? I was going to say, when did you have control of the podcast? I, I think it was. Give a- it to Ryan, but it didn't work. She, she had control for like 30 seconds the first day that Ryan gave her the reins. A nap mm-hmm. a second. So was no, everybody anything? went, oh, hi, Sue. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> Ooh, there's something shiny? Where? Shiny's good. I want something shiny. But I think we have covered most of the major points mm-hmm. in this story. I do recommend it, but as as I said earlier, it is kind of disturbing because he's very violent and breaks several limbs and there's a lot of torture goes on and so forth. But as somebody said in the comments, this is interesting because it's two competent adult wizards battling rather right. than... The closest we've seen to that in the books is Dumbledore versus Voldemort in the atrium, and Harry wasn't exactly in the best of situations to tell what was going on. And the rest of the time, it's all the the kids who have learned half or a third as much of the stuff trying to stand up to the people who've already learned all these things. This is the, isn't this the murder that ends up in the muggle newspapers? Yes. And and they even commented how horrific it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what inspired this author to write this, because mm-hmm. any of the other ones they'd seen weren't brutal enough. So Right. They were mis- they were mysterious deaths. This one was a this, this one was a graphic brutal. death. Murder. Right. And then Murder. You know, he finally just AKs her and leaves the mark and off he goes. I like that she thinks about Susan at the end. She's like, well, she's old enough to handle it. And John will be okay. 
and we have Aaron's typewriter back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that would be me. I was trying. I'll put it like in the key- keyboard in like Canada and maybe my microphone will pick it up. It's not bad. Well, it's, it's because not- it's because of the case. It the, the sound mm-hmm. travels mm-hmm. through the yeah. through the case. So we're almost done and then you can type to your heart's content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah. right, said. To me. <laughs> As Ryan said, it is a little bit of an anticlimax, the fact that she eventually just can't hold on anymore and he just kills her. Mm-hmm. But that it does kind of make sense with the way the rest of the story has gone. So, Well, I'm sure it's very unsatisfying for him because it's like, well, now I don't get what I want. Mm-hmm. So she wins anyway. <laughs> she basically does because... She's not going to be his puppet. She didn't voluntarily bow to him. And she, I think she, you know, got a good few good licks in. He got hit by the flying vase. I think he got hit by something else. Didn't she cut him at one point? Mm -hmm. The cutting spell? After he's brought her to her knees, she's silent for a while. And then he curses her again and says she didn't answer his question and so she says something and he moves closer and says answer me with respect and she yells to Findo at him mm-hmm. and <laughs> so yeah he's my opinion is that he went here expecting her to bow to him and if she wouldn't bow to him that he would just dispatch her and I don't think he expected to have to fight as hard as he had to fight and I can see him kind of you know thinking he wouldn't think it very long or anything like that but he really did have to fight to kill her and and it's it really says a lot for her and her spirit and what a powerful witch she was that she was able to hold her own against him as long as she did right may have only been 10 minutes but you know how many people could have survived i mean don't don't they say if he wanted you dead you were dead and it yep. didn't take more than mm-hmm. a couple of seconds, but it it took some time to kill her. So that's a really good testimonial for her. Yep. My two cents. <laughs> yeah. So, anybody else? Scarlet, anything to say? I have nothing ah! left. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Scarlet, right. say it again. There was a score of some no. kind. No. I was just commenting on what Scarlet was going to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm confused. That's okay. But I don't like being confused. But I like being conf- confusing. It's very fun to confuse you. I have much more fun being confusing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, say goodnight, and then you can tell your story. Yay. I can't say it was a fun fic, but it was No, good. it really wasn't. But it was definitely good. thought-provoking and yeah. well-written. I so enjoyed it. it. So, weird. <laughs> I, I spend way too much time around murder. Ever since you got organized, things have gotten more confusing. Uh huh. Wait, I have I have more organization for you in a minute. We'll get to that in just a second. So, oh no. Uh, good night, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our insanity. <laughs> Please stay out of hell or pig fog, depending on how you think of it. <laughs> Hell slash Voldemort. Mart. Voldemort. Mart. Voldemort. 
Voldemort, 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 Daddy, the wacky singing people. Always. At least you don't have me going crucio, crucio. Sectum sempra. What a snatches. I'm turning off. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Buenas noches. Oh, it's competition now. (laughs) Bye. I don't think so. Night, y'all. Thanks. There you go. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.